Welcome back to the Overload Podcast, a show about new games, old games, and the latest week of news about everything in between. February is almost done. They dreaded the somehow the, the most important month of the year, and we are all here for it. My name is Harry Mitchell. I'm joined by Jordan Midler. Good evening, Harry. And Daniel Partis. Hello, Harry. Good evening, folks. How are we doing? Good evening, Harry. I'm just going to talk in weird, broken, oldie worldy English for the rest of the podcast. Great, I'm sure that'll um, go swimmingly. Just like Souls like style. Greetings, tarnished men. <laughs> Hello. Would you like to record the cast of Pod? <laughs> and then, then people would um, click on me and I wouldn't say anything and then they'd have to click on me three more times and I'd go, Oh? You're still here? Well then. <laughs> turn into a big fuck off monster and beat me to death in two fucking seconds. Because you haven't looked at the fucking guide walk through no, no. every five seconds. Except fucking some of them don't have guide walk NPC. Unfortunately, my uh, my line in my review about every single NPC looking like your, your grand's decomposing corpse was removed. But... <laughs> That's censorship. I, I, well, the, I, well, the only de- grand decomposing corpse can be in Buckingham Palace late this week, folks. Hell anyway. yeah, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, our most start. horrible use of air horns yet. That's, that's, how, that's how woman you're talking about, Harry. That's how, that is woman, that's what I'm talking about. She told the heart of this community. I don't uh, up the Queen's dead arse. <laughs> uh, that fucking sept that she carries. Um, <laughs> the whole crown. <laughs> Talk about oh, an Elden, 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 Elden Ring. Ring. Anyway. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let me get to it. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, best start ever. Only took a year, but that's the best podcast start we've ever had. <laughs> Just fucking treason. Hello to the Queen's dead arse within three minutes. <laughs> and a segue to the games, but actually, now before that, it's also a one year anniversary of Overload. Hurrah! Oh, fucking hell. We, we made it. We did it. I, think, I don't think it's actually, is it the. Uh, I don't think it's the podcast anniversary because that came out on like on t- like the Thursday, right? So. Well, I. I I think this would be the podcast anniversary. Is, is there not? Is this not episode fifty-two? Actually, wait. We did. We did it on fucking Tuesdays, didn't we? I'm being daft. I'm being yeah, a ba- dumb back daft. in the day. Tr- dumb prick. You alright, mate? Um, <laughs> no, Work getting you down. <laughs> Blazing chicken. Uh, not still not giving you a, a steam deck yet. <laughs> they've not. They've not. They've not let me have a go. I'm, mm. I'm fuming. Hands um, are too wee. Your dad's don't, we don't have an Ouya deck yet. <laughs> Fuming. When is it going to get in the? When is going to get in the fucking game Ouya square? <laughs> right. Uh, games. games. Uh, any vibe checks? Any anything dramatic and horrible that's been happening? Do you still have COVID, Jordan? I mean, who can say? Um, it's it's one of a state of mind, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Copium, mate. <laughs> No, I, I fucking I've, I've I've been too busy playing Elden Ring to have COVID. If I'd fucking got COVID over Elden Ring, Ring review week, I'd have just fucking I'd have packed it and closed the Twitter. <laughs> just like ventilator through your fucking mouth, <laughs> cl- clutching the controller like a fucking heavy metal album cover when I'm like stuck to this chair through five thousand tubes, like dodge rolling while your family are talking to solicitors trying to get the fucking will and testament sorted out. <laughs> um, no, I, I feel alright. I've got um. I've got a bit of a cough, which I believe is uh, long COVID, uh, or it could just be a cough. It's truly impossible to find out. 
um, <laughs> having COVID for more than three days and be like, this is this is lit, this is long COVID. <laughs> That's how like, I mean, let's. I'm not. I'm not going to take it immediately to constipation talk. We'll just move on. Um, so, no, I feel alright. How are you? Um, I'm doing good. It's been a, it's been a busy week. For, it's been a busy week. Although there's a there's a weird thing where I was at. Uh, I, I went to like an alumni talk for my radio studio that I used to run in uni, in uni. Mm-hmm. and I was and I was asked a bunch of questions like I'm some fucking career celebrity. And it's like, mate, I literally just left. Like, <laughs> I've done fucking nothing. Um, and I was there for like an hour while they just asked questions about how to like get jobs and CVs and how to like do a good radio show. And I'm just like, you tell me, mate. So you did like fucking uni radio and all that part, didn't you? Uh, so I ran, so I was a station manager at the station and I did like my own show on there for a good few years. So I ran it for like three years, um, mm. technically. Um, Is that how you ended up doing BBC Shite? Was that your, your, your end? Did they come to your their uni? Your uni? Because they did for me. Back no, the they didn't actually. I I just knew about BBC Social and mm. I was also doing video stuff. Like I I did video stuff anyway. Um, so such so a big I, fan of me. <laughs> and I think actually no, because the, a previous station manager was Ali McRae, who oh, you know, yeah, yeah, legend, who who did stuff for BBC Social and BBC. So I knew it through him as well. Um, so I think I tried. I think I pitched a couple of things to him that got rejected. No, it wasn't McRae, him. It was someone else. Ali McRae once approved, got me uh, expense to spend a hundred quid on FIFA. Legend. That's true. Never never forget that that act never. of fucking solidarity. So yeah, they're like they're area three connections dotted about that are on mm. my it's like an, an underworld in the scottish industry media industry um mm. that got me in um but yeah that was that was fun i was like a wise old man for like two minutes and then i went back to being a fucking whipped underling post the assets for poirot six <laughs> <laughs> speaking six. of games speaking of games that'll get high metacritic scores should we do elden ring should we do oh, it? Yeah. Let's fucking yeah. just let's get into it should we do we're elden beating ring? around the el- we're beating around <clears> the ring i think it's come yeah. down but we'll see. Elden Ring. Um, I mean, for, uh, for those that, that don't know, I'll tune in. Uh, we placed a bet on what this year's games are going to get on Metacritic or the scores, and now we are reviewing our guesses. Before I talk about this shit about the game itself, let's let's as we are wont to do, let's make this a competition as usual. Harry for Elden Ring's Metacritic guessed eighty nine. <laughs> Danielle guessed. 90 jjm 92 it currently yeah. sits at an absolutely eye-watering 97 <sighs> on metacritic yeah drop like one i think I, when I, the dust settles it'll probably end up about a five or a six because it's only it's only got 45 reviews now um <laughs> ge- genuinely it might end no no like a oh i thought it'd be like i thought like 50 or 60 i think no, no, like a 95. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking about this i was like i was like oh okay Imagine being the first reviewer that gives it like a seven. Like at that point, you wouldn't be getting death threats. Like you'd be getting like confirmed deaths. Like t- people would be coming to your place. Like I would be yeah terrified. Um, I'm waiting for my my colleagues at IGN Italy to pipe up. Um, cause they're always <laughs> the fucking criminals in this game. But um, we yeah, it's it, it is it is done very well. It was a weird because when a game's really 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 good, um like just before the reviews go out you're like oh fuck like i spoke to a few people i spoke to kirk and i spoke to unit gaming bible and we we're all like yeah it's heavy good in it but we have like these wee tiny nitpicks and you you wonder if everyone's gonna go full bump with it 
and they certainly did. So Elden Ring is a it's an open world Souls game from From Software. Um, you're essentially tasked with beating these massive bosses in order to reclaim pieces of the Elden Ring. Um, if you've ever played or seen a Souls like, um, kind of apply that combat and sensibility and difficulty to an open world, and that's what you get. And it works perfectly. It feels like it was made for an open world in a way that's so strange. Like it felt like other than graphically if you put both games both genres of games side by side like what is a better fit for this kind of gameplay it feels like it's open world and all these like linear action games mm-hmm. um so i it's probably worth mentioning like so i reviewed this for vgc because i work there um and we got playstation 5 code about one week ago at this time so around like five six o'clock uh, the only person that I've seen to conf- well, there's two people that have confirmed that they've beat it during the review period. Guy from IGN um, played 78 hours in that's seven days. That's mad. That's Jordan levels of gameplay right there. I had my my clock currently sits at like 59 hours, and that's like that. Even, it, then, it, that, even then, that's mad. It's sickening. Like it's I'm, and I'm glad like it's became a bit of a thing today, and um, that. So, Sony, for example, I'm current. Well, I'm not. I've not had a fucking minute to touch it, but I currently have Gran Turismo Seven and have had it since uh, the twenty first. The review embargo is the second. It's like two weeks, a week and a half, or whatever, uh-huh. um, to to play something that's like a card game. We had Horizon <laughs> for a month. Like it's yeah. it's just it's just crazy bad. So, I've not completed the game. I played more than enough of it to give them a review and really really highly recommend it but it's just it's a fucking massive game it's a massive game in the way that you know i always moan about reviewers and say oh they're absolutely fucking lying about how much time they actually took uh-huh. to play a game this is the time that they're telling the truth <laughs> like this is the actual game that is too long for a fucking review schedule so but apart from all that fucking inside baseball shit that wouldn't matter to like folks that actually play the game the real it's folk. really it's really really good like the, the combat's fucking untouchable the art style is so cool you know i think it's a wee bit naff like it looks a bit dated mm-hmm. but i think my brain's warped because the one of the first ps5 games was that fucking demon souls remake and like nothing looks like that yeah like, true i feel like it also like wasn't normal, from, that was blue like, point yeah also i feel like normal from games have that same kind of yeah look to them that are like a little bit um i don't know dodgy but like they have the they have the they retain the style of like the original Demon Souls, which is a weird fucking Japanese game you got for fucking G Force back in the day, like mm-hmm. on Union Street. So that's like the only I have that's a minor nitpick, and because it's open world, it's super easy to get lost, and the game's really bad about telling you exactly where to go. It gives you kind of general directions, and there's like a guiding light that will shoot from the bonfires in a certain direction. But apart from that, it's like I was sitting there fucking struggling with things to think about that I didn't enjoy, like obviously like it's fucking hard as fuck but i like hard games and i wish like i think even though i gave it a five i think my review would be even more positive and even more like in depth if i'd had this game for like a month and could do everything i wanted to do in it as opposed to having this weird experience of absolutely fucking sprinting through it mm-hmm. I, I think in your review the thing that compelled me most about it was 
this idea that it is so big that we will never get to the end of it like uh, and it's it's made for a community to dig into which always seems like the kind of heart of souls games is like yeah everyone's kind of pushing through it together and that's why they have those blood messages and everyone can join the games like it's like it should be something that people do in people should do in in masses and not by a few select journalists but that's just the way the critics you know the process works like the no disrespect to my fellow brothers in arms that that wrote the reviews what we write about this game is fucking irrelevant it's about what i think his name's like vadi vadia or something like this he's this soulsborne youtuber who does these fucking amazing like lore um i'm gonna get it up now because i've been watching a lot of them these amazing lore videos uh, i vati vidya this guy with like two million subs big fucking souls head when he puts out his like three hour long video about it that's the fucking yeah that's the kind the of the, the leaders the, the leaders of the, the the genre that people go to like how people like for example i watch a lot of jack frags videos who's like a, one of those old school fps youtubers and like people will flock way more to what he thinks about battlefield or something like that than or call of duty than like you know you're your UK games media outlet giving a review. Mm. Yeah. Just the way it is. So I, what, 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 what are you two thinking about it? Because you still get the chance to have a try at it, but what, what's the vibe? Um, I'm glad people like it. Can't be arsed, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't be arsed. That's someone who played Demon Souls, really liked it, did get bored of it, but like, like not like to an aggressive amount. Like I could, I could go back. Um, and loved Bloodborne to pieces, um, but I, I think the, the number one, the fantasy thing is not super compelling to me. And That's number two, because you love D and D so much that I like D and D, but fantasy is the least thing I like about D and D. I like D and D for the mechanics and the way the game works, like for the bitches. I, I <laughs> <laughs> for the pun tang. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, like, and like you'll if any D&D media I, I consume is generally shit that goes kind of off base and goes a bit weird yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. why I like most about D&D <laughs> um, Excuse me. but when it comes to actual fucking like Lord of the Rings Game of Thrones Castles and Kings and, and Dragons and Trolls which I, which I don't think Elden Ring really is like, it's, de- it's definitely got its own thing um, it's less interesting to me mm. um, but and, and Elden Ring's a lot more like fucking it's, it's like the books you would find way under the Game of Thrones books that just seem properly fucking like, okay, this is, like if, if Game of Thrones tomes. is easy going, like this is yeah. fucking, mm-hmm. it's like the fucking Cimmerillion, but it's written like, in fucking German. Yeah. Like the Chronicles of the Great Lord Goriath that's like yeah. 8 billion books oh, this long. Is the, this is the absolute pinnacle of the flying of the fluff and the flying of the <laughs> like, this is, I say in my review, like, it's not as bad as it could have been, but it's... It often does fucking waterboard you with exposition and fucking names and castles and all these legions of people and all these fucking family trees that you're just like, you know the bit in fucking Harry Potter when they go in 12 Gribble Place and they look at the black family tree and it just goes on forever. Yeah. And uh-huh. it's like, oh, here's, here's Jimmy Black and he's he's Sirius's big brother's cousin. Like, oh, some of the cutscenes in Elden Ring are like that. You're just like, right, fuck, let me get a pad and paper. Like, will this be on the test? I was, I was going <laughs> to say, like, I, I saw Shreya tweet, tweet that it doesn't have a quest log, so you kind of have to just keep track yourself of what's going on. Like, what's the what's the deal with that? It, wh- I, it doesn't have a quest log. You just need to, like, you need to remember that you were told to kill these like lords jesus and and then you can go to like the hub area and talk to this guy and he'll be like oh one of them's over here one of them's over here one of them's over here and one of them's over here then you need to head in that direction to be fair when you head in the direction that it tells you 
it's like oh is is he in this big fucking castle probably <laughs> like it's it's not the most hidden thing in the world um yeah. but yeah there's there is no quest log it could really be doing with one it does seem like well all from games i play just play like you have to have a phone companion on your side with a with a with guides being like go down this alleyway you get this item here uh-huh. for every, for you, you get stuff frequently so i have no idea how the fuck you people did it just see yeah, i recommend it's that folk miracle. don't do that because part of the fun is just fucking the adventure is like yeah like if you've got the time like the the i like it's, it's a lot of fun to just spend like oh what did you do in demon souls and demon souls and fucking elden ring today well i spent all day and that's like one corner of the map and did basically everything it wasn't a, it wasn't a story critical but it was fun mm-hmm. I, I, and i think we'll, that does what people like but they're they're saying it's more approachable even though like i think more approachable means like five percent approachable to some people yeah. but like in the way that if you've got a pure fucking solid boss it's not like previous ones were like well I, like for, right now, I'm st- I'm stuck in Bloodborne because there's one boss I just couldn't fucking crack. So now I'm just not going to go back. But I think with Elden Ring, like I can fuck off and do like something else in another corner of the map for a bit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. And that it kind of breaks the scaling in some points because you can absolutely overlevel yourself. Mm. But um, Danny, have you, have you are you going to have a flutter? What are you thinking? Um, I know you said on Twitter that it would be your next game, but I feel like that was just to wind me up. <laughs> I'm <laughs> curious to be honest because I the only one that I've properly given time to was the original Dark Souls, which was like ten years ago now. And best game of the decade. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> particularly dig it, um, and I never went back to it. I watched like a couple of people play Bloodborne over the years, and it looks cool, but I never tried it myself. But I think the way in which I perceive games and the way I approach games now has dramatically changed in the last year, especially since starting Overload. Um, mm. For example, like, I went into Returnal with a completely different outlook, knowing that it was you know going to be difficult, but I had an alright time with Returnal. Um, and I'm trying to take that approach going into Elden Ring as well because I think that it looks fucking great and it clearly is a very good critically acclaimed game. So I'm curious about it and I'm going to give it a good shot. I think you so I think you so fuck with it more than Returnal because like yeah. there is you can pure carve a path like it's weird to say like easy and hard stuff or whatever, but you can do stuff that isn't fucking like brain brain breaking in uh, elden ring whereas obviously returnal you you kind of need to do the the same thing over and over again mm, right um but, well also like that i actually i think i'm gonna i love returnal i'd love Returnal more than elden ring because of, i'm into what returnal's doing yeah i think conceptually and on genre way like, more than uh elden ring because i'm into my fucking sci-fi shit which is partly what i'll get into and i'm going to talk about horizon forbidden west in a little bit but yeah. uh, i don't know it, it also just looks like something that's just like fucking one of those things where it's just so in depth and just like there's this like you feel like you're just scratching the surface of a surface of surface or something that's very well made mm. and I, I feel like i've got fucking like as much time as much time and as much shit i've seen in elden ring i feel like i have just as much completely uncovered and that's like exciting because i want to go back and touch it like maybe when i've had a bad time like to speed run the racetracks for a while to like calm down but also it just plays into the fact that like these games aren't made for folk that review it a few days before it comes out. It's made for the folk that will be fucking searching in a year's time for like the last sword and Elden Ring and all that shit. Mm-hmm. It just seems like a playground. It seems like a playground for existing fans, and but oh, like yeah. still not, you know. It's the, it's the fucking it's the Elden Ring. It's the fucking From Souls game that like those people are desperate for. Like it's 
I'm I'm happy for them. Like if fucking if Hogwarts Legacy is like fucking five percent is perfect for me as Elden Ring is for folk that have been so into those games for so long, I'll be I'll be a happy chap. Like I want to know what when Friday when it is it out on Friday is it out tomorrow? I'm not sure, but it's Friday. When, Friday. Whenever it comes out, I want to know what those folk think primarily. Yeah, that would be fun. And that's that's lots to be fun to watch. It's like watching your fucking your kids open presents on Christmas Day. It's like, yeah. oh, they deserve it. Good for them. Um, but, but yeah, seems hard as fuck though. What bit? Is. But you can you can you can make it easier yourself. Like just go and fucking just go and grind small shit, and then you'll be a super a super tank. Um, well, well, that leads to our topic of the podcast, which is uh, why shouldn't these games have easy modes? Um, which we're going to be talking about for about forty minutes and tweeting. <laughs> live I shat myself there. <laughs> I fucking checked the podcast for me and I was like, no. <laughs> 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 fucking got us there. Absolutely bamboozled. Uh, little prank, little prank. Just a little bit of discourse to spice it up. <sighs> um, no NFTs stories this week either. We're a bit we're free of that. Ugh, um, so, shame. So. Yeah, I was. I think I'm a little bit triple A'd out. Honestly, I, I I haven't played any indie games for the entirety of 2022 so far. Good. Like, <laughs> play real I play games. Dying, but like I'm playing like Dying Light Two and then Seafield, which is quite disappointing. And Horizon's really good, but like to go from that to another big triple A open world game, I'm like, just give me something fucking wee. Give me something little. Yeah. See, I'm on the opposite. Surprised you're not fucking slobbing your knob all over fucking Steam Next Fest and all that shit. <laughs> oh, don't worry, we'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to it. Um, oh, I, I talked to you about that before. We'll do overload admin after this podcast over. Um, but I had to ask you something about that. Um, great. Anything else in Elden Ring? Nope. Tell me about Horizon. Horizon Forbidden West is the game I've been playing, I think, every night for like five or six hours since <laughs> since the podcast last week. <laughs> like, I've been playing it fucking relentlessly. Um, I, I don't know where I, I... I'm not sure where the end of the game is, but like, I'm like... I'm like, it has this nice progression where it's got this pretty big map, but like you start on the right side of it and you're gradually working towards the left. Like, and there's like yeah. clear goals for. You're going the, to the Forbidden West. I am going to the Forbidden West. It's true, and I also like that those points in progression actually have levels attached to them. So like, you should be like level twenty-seven at this point. So like, if you're not at that, try and make go away and do some side quests, level up. Or at this point, if it's like level fifteen quest and you're level thirty, like fucking you should have done that already. Uh-huh. Which I quite like. But I'm absolutely I'm I'm really enjoying it. I think I'm at this middle point where it's getting a little slow and and open world bloaty, mm. where it's like it, there's this middle part with that's more deserty that's like I think the weaker part of the game so far. I absolutely love the first part. And I think I'm gonna enjoy what's coming in this like the more leafy, foresty, forbidden west bit. Um but I'm really enjoying it. Like it's like I, I didn't play the first one, um, not out of complete disinterest, but like I think I was like there were a lot of games like that, and I was like uh, I can't, can't bother because, and but it's great. It's like a really cool. It's really cool sci-fi stuff. The systems in place are amazing. I love like the focus mode is one of the best I think I've seen in that I've done similarly. Like being able to just tap in the right stick and just be like, okay, I know exactly my surroundings, where I need to go, and how I can do it is so comforting and nice. The combat is really fresh and cool. Like after playing a lot of AAA games, that just feel kind of boring. Mm. Like having that precise um, combat, being able to zero in on certain specific things, it's a little annoying. The, the thing that put me off watching my sister play it because she was really into Zero Dawn was 
she seemed constantly in menus, just fucking going through stats and leveling things up and crafting and swapping things out. I was like, that looks so dull. And like, there's not as much as I would think there is, but there is a lot of times when I approach an encounter and it's like, okay, these robots have like, their their weaknesses are purge water and fire and frost. And I've got in my, my small weapon wheel, like poison and shock. And I've got to go into the menus in my inventory and swap all my bows out to match what I'm going to fight in. And then I have to go, and then five minutes later, I swap them all back to something else. And that part's like, just let me play the fucking game. I just don't like doing um inventory admin, but... Yeah. I agree with Jordan. I think this thing, the story is definitely solid. Like, um, it's not. It, it there is like some unexpected bit, beats that are nice and and go along with it. And I'm trudging along and having a lovely time. Good, good to hear, Danny. All right, keeping it on the uh, the big releases of the week, the big the big death week that we've just gone through. I have been playing a lot of Destiny 2 in prep for the Witch Queen DLC, which came out yesterday? I believe Tuesday. at the time, yeah. Uh, yes. Um, so I've I've played about between 50 and 60 hours of Destiny in the last couple of weeks, and I've been tanning through the DLCs to kind of catch up with the lore and the story, and there's a fucking lot of story um, yeah. to get caught up on this on this DLC. But basically, this is uh, a, a huge DLC with a brand new story, and I don't know how much you both know about Destiny. Oh, all about it. <laughs> 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 I mean. Fucking pros. So there was there was Beyonce, and then there was Kelly Rowland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, close enough. Um, so in, in its very, very basic fucking terms, Destiny revolves around these two main powers, which are light and dark and the light comes from the traveler which is the big fucking ball that you see in all the promos and the dark comes from this thing called the black fleet which comes from somewhere else and this dlc is revolving around savathun which is basically she's this goddess of cunning that has done a load of shit that i'm not going to go into but she's basically found a way to take the light that is basically exclusive to the guardians the good people and give it to her own baddie followers um and the point is that you go to her little throne world, which is basically a pocket dimension, and fuck her up. And I'm not that far into it yet, because it's quite a juicy DLC, but I think like like for new players, it's it's looking pretty good. Compared to like the the, the DLC stories that I've played in the last couple of weeks, and then comparing it to the way mm-hmm. they tell the story in this new DLC, they've kind of like sorted their shit out with how accessible it is for new people to get in. And they're sort of approachable you mean yeah yeah it's it's getting a little bit more approachable and like when you're going through the witch queen missions and stuff uh-huh. the, the dialogue and and your ghost is kind of telling you stuff about what's going on ah, that- so, so instead, of, instead of like an expansion for the existing players and people that w- want more of, uh, that are maxed out it's like also that but also you can still catch up as a new player as well yeah you could hop into this as, as a new player and you'd have to catch up on on some of the more the juicier law but you'd get a general sense of what's going on and as you're playing through you'll kind of get hints for things that you know players would already know and they can just ignore but new players are like oh so that's what that does and it kind of takes you around and it intertwines like stuff that you can do in the world that isn't explicitly explained and just puts it into mandatory missions so you know that that stuff is there to do later um Mm -hmm. which i think is really cool it introduces the the strikes that you do for for bits of xp and little bits and pieces that you can do which i think is really cool 
and it's nice. It, I, it's nice to sort of I, because I feel like I've been playing catch up for the last couple of weeks on like seven years of content. It's nice to be experiencing uh-huh. something that everyone else is experiencing at the same time. Yeah, and I'm so. having a good time playing Destiny. Question. Yes. Question. Question for the curly head. Um, I have a code for this game. Aye. When I, if I download this game, will I just be able to play this shit, or will I need to fucking go and do the flinging flong missions beforehand? No, you can. I, I, I don't know because I, I'd already played stuff. But when I booted the Witch Queen, it just dropped me straight into the DLC, like a wee cutscene and a wee mission. I see. It's, you know, it takes you through that. So I don't know. If you've got a code, give it, give it a fucking bash and see what you think. Because the missions yeah, are really I mean, short; they're like ten minutes a pop. You could fucking the Destiny it. Two Witch Queen review will be coming to Overload by Jordan Midler. Um, <laughs> I'll do oh, the Elden Ring one. <laughs> it's fucking weird because you know how this is. This is this is how long uh, this is how long Destiny Two has been going on. I made des- a Destiny Two review for my fucking Jordan Midler YouTube channel, <laughs> oh BBC The Social. Like that's fucking madness. Um, oh, they sent me the Destiny Two, the Witch Queen Deluxe Plus 30th Anniversary Bundle. Come on, son. Come on. What's what's this? What did I get for it? Any in good? Any packs? It's just fucking any packs. Destiny, Destiny Two is fucking seventy gigs, man. Oh, fuck off. No chance. <laughs> That's how good it is. What it, do you mean? It, it gets really fucking meta, like because you get the same weapons and stuff over and over again. You get people that are like grinding repeatedly to get like the perfect roll of specs for a fucking gun. And I was like, that's fucking stupid. But now I understand what everything does. Uh. I've become one of oh, those cunts. Every I'll, cunt's a sad bastard until you're one of them, you know? Yeah, don't I, worry I'll, about I'll tell you what, to the best like, I don't think, I think the like the cosmetics and the way people look in Destiny 2 is really fucking cool. Like, I don't think there's another like, yeah. FPS where you look like that rad as like a fucking space baddie. Yeah. Bungie's yeah. fucking different different class with that kind of stuff, though. They're it's it's nice. It's like, what, what Destiny 2 reminds me of is, I think I said this last week, it just reminds me of old Halo, but like modernized and playing through it. Feels yeah. like I'm playing Halo, but there's, so much of it and there's so much to fucking do and like even if you just went in and just did the bits that you wanted to do and ignored all of the other fucking shite it wouldn't matter because you could still have a fucking nice time just aimlessly shooting shit and not giving a fuck about the story and it's a free game so like what are you fucking losing it's i i see why people like get in and then get like stay in the ecosystem Mm -hmm. you've been indoctrinated hi Good game. Um, that's great. Lots of big games. I I promise I'll get to sh- I'll get I'll play shite small ones next week, everyone. I promise. <laughs> um, shall we get into the news? I believe there's some breaking news. There is breaking news. Exclusive. 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 Look at that byline. What was that? Exclusive. EA CEO Andrew Wilson has told staff that the FIFA brand has been quote an impediment. And explained why he believes it could be better off after ending its 30-year relationship with the footballing body. This comes straight from VGC, uh, reporting by Andy Robinson and uh, Tom Hendo. Hendo check? Hendo check. Is he here? Is he here? Hello, Hello, I'm I'm Tom Tom Anderson. Anderson. (laughs) (laughs) We've got to get him on for the anniversary. Can we just get everyone on for the anniversary next week? I'll DM him right now and be like, are you on Discord? Come on. Yeah, no, but like, um, but if like next week, can we do like a celebration? Where I just invite fucking everyone we've mocked in this podcast onto the podcast. Like, get Aaron Bain, text get Tom Hulse. Henderson, no, Herman Hulse, Jim he- Ryan. Herman Jim Hulse will fucking start start fucking spinning his generator to try and get enough fucking electricity to send a text. <laughs> um, get Scully on. He was abused a wee bit back last week. He was. Mm. Apologies to everyone. Um, oh, the no, no, no apologies. Well. Double down. No, no, don't buy doing double down. So, um. <laughs> Electri- Aye, so essentially, 
um, there has been uh, comments that we have acquired at VGC from an internal company meeting that um, EA sees FIFA as a bit of an impediment. Um, and let me, I'm trying to find the hot, the hotness. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Quote, this is Andrew Wilson. I'm going to be more open, more open than I've been with the outside world. We've had a great relationship with FIFA over the past 30 odd years. We've created billions in value. It's just huge. We've created one of the biggest entertainment properties on the planet. I would argue, and this might be a little biased, that the FIFA brand has more has more meaning as a video game than it does as a governing body of soccer. We don't take for granted and we try not to be arrogant. Arrogant? Arrogant. <laughs> we move on. We move on. We work really hard to try, to try and make FIFA understand what we need in the future. Basically, what we get from FIFA in a non-World Cup year is the four letters on the front of the box, which is a fucking hilarious burn. That was, that was, that was JGM's interjection, by the way. That wasn't in the VGC story. <laughs> in a world where most people don't even see the box anymore because they buy the game digitally. In a World Cup year, of course, we get access to the World Cup. But in a broader context of global football, on an annualized basis, the World Cup is important, but it's not the most important. We have 300 other licenses that give us content the players engage with most deeply. Um, there's there's more there. Um, they talk about how they want to get into like other brand deals in almost a Fortnite kind of way. They want to have promotional deals with Nike and FIFA, but because EA has a relationship with Adidas, for example, there are Adidas-themed cards and Ultimate Team, but no mm -hmm. Nike ones, if you get me. Um, so, yeah, w w what do you get off of that from the bat? This is, it's a bit of a fucking, it's a bit of a bomb Shellington, if you ask indeed, me. Indeed, indeed. It, I, but it makes sense, to be honest. I think he's right. Like, I, I would yeah, understand I right why they well. would think that. Um, and it's not like uh, anyone's going to be... You don't see it. Like, you can't <laughs> say it. Because, yeah, I don't feel like people, FIFA, FIFA has definitely has a huge amount of name recognition, but, like... It's, it's, if it's the same game and, and the fan, the fans that buy it every fucking year you're now are going to keep buying it then like it, yeah that makes sense to me but mm. I'm, I'm curious what kind of fallout it would occur if they did happen yeah if they can keep the licenses of the important stuff in the game you know with the individual teams and brands etc I think the biggest challenge there is making sure that you communicate that this game is still the FIFA that people are used to um, I don't think that would yeah. be a problem I think people would get that um, I'm just wondering from what Jordan tells me about like how FIFA fans work. It doesn't I mean they can say well me, but yeah, like... I guess it, it's the kind of like casual people that are, are walking into Asda to get the latest FIFA and they don't see it and they go, you know, where's the FIFA? And yeah. I think EA could very easily trick those people if they had basically the exact same cover, but it said like EA Sports Football 24 as opposed to FIFA. Like, yeah, yeah. Similar font, still have like one player on the cover. People would, I feel like folk would understand that. Mm. Like, mm -hmm. and because it's the only game in town, fucking, there's no EA Football like on shelves. Um, and then probably spend like 50 million on it on an ad campaign. Yeah, exactly. Every, every like, bus, every fucking billboard would have this on it, probably. Definitely. Um, so. I think this is eventually the way it goes, um, but the 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 kind of the comments. These are obviously not for public consumption, but um, get up, you. Um, <laughs> the this will just speed up something that was already going to happen. FIFA is super money hungry, um, and EA is an incredibly successful business. Like regardless of what you think about them, from like a moral standpoint, obviously Andrew Wilson didn't get to be fucking chief robot in charge for nothing like mm -hmm. um so and i think the, the points that he raises about how they want to do different things with gameplay 
but FIFA kind of blocked them from doing this will win them a lot of favor with the community because the game's been fucking shit for years and the community are like why aren't you changing things why is this the same game every year and now that it's like because we have to approve everything by FIFA like I think it's it, it will make it will make people that are addicted to FIFA like me and what I thought reading this the other day I was like okay it isn't that they're just incompetent because EA can make a good game like EA Sports can make a good game as well but mm-hmm. um it's a it's a it's a strange one it'll be interesting to see how it plays out mm. um i'm not currently aware if ea plan to respond to this um we didn't hear that before publication but yeah we'll see it's it's a biggie it's a biggie we've got a lot of vgc themed football news this indeed, week indeed. we do we do um but we'll get back to that to take i guess a break from from football yes. licensing talk uh, oi, oi. <laughs> football football fucking football uh yeah big call of duty news this week and the they is now according to bloomberg uh bloomberg uh jason schreier just keeping him happy just keeping jason the schreier jason schreier (laughs) 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 that's such a stupid fucking reference (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> find that neither me or Jordan fucking treaded a beat before it's very both that's going to be a professional Harry you improv professional oh, perfect uh, great don't put me in a fucking audio booth again I'm, I'm since, since last time it's been a while uh, yeah Call of Duty is skipping it's 2023 title there's going to be Modern Warfare 2 this year I assume but Next year, there's going to be a pause after Vanguard seemingly underperformed. Mm. What a fucking! Uh, uh, and I think is anyone else not celebrating this? Like, doesn't is this not a good thing? I'll celebrate it if Modern Warfare Two is good. Which, if it isn't, I'll fucking fucking I'll be gotta so be, man. It's gotta it's, be. Just like Seafood yeah. had to be, you know. It's gotta <laughs> be. Modern Warfare. Um, yeah, I think this w- this will be for the betterment of the franchise generally. But yeah, like. The last COD I really, really liked was Modern Warfare. So for me, hearts and minds-wise, they've had a break since fucking 2019. Then they get the finger at it. Aye, Modern Warfare is one of the best FPS games ever made. And yeah, if there's a legit. fucking... And if it's, if it's the same team, like, a few years after, and Warzone's still, you know, chugging along and doing well... I was going to then... say, once you've got a live game like Warzone that's continuously getting updated, there's less merit, I guess, in chucking out yearly Aye. fucking spaffs for the sake of it. And they could just be yeah. putting more resources into making something bigger. Yeah, it wasn't as especially because every time they revenue. fucking put, every single time they put out a fucking new game, they have to shoehorn it into Warzone like nothing and else, and it breaks the game completely. Mm. So. Yeah, it, it it also just feels like every other time is like a weaker COD. Like yeah. I feel like there's like World War Two is weaker. Like Modern Warfare, maybe Modern Warfare Three is, is not as strong as people like it to be. Ghost isn't strong, as strong. Like it's yearly, but it's not like every year's a banger. Um, yeah, so I'd much rather get a, a, a gap to work on something that might be a bit stronger and puts That's focus on one studio and one team. An interesting gap though because if there's not a, a COD in that that we like November shooter slot it'd be interesting to see who does you know come out and fill the slot. I I just is that slot even are slots even a thing anymore? Like I'm questioning everything that, now. Now that February is the biggest month of the year like I don't know what it, what's real anymore. So if there's one next year or rather there's one this year and there's not one next year yeah. Yeah so there's it'll be Modern Warfare 2 uh, this year, yeah. but next year, twenty twenty three is the missing one. So Indeed. that could, that could be a good slot for respawn. Ooh, <laughs> Battlefield May, it's coming back. <laughs> Battlefield twenty forty seven. 
going to be huge. B- B- Battlefield 2048, just you wait. <laughs> What's that game actually called? 2047? It's 2046. Oh, fucking name <laughs> of the game. That's the fucking Blade Runner one. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Who, who cares? I'm oh, a brain. Battlefield. Battlefield. Battlefield 2048? It's two. It's, it's two. It's 2042. Shot 2048 is fucking. Um, what's his name? Battlefield 2042. Okay. Yuji Naka's 2048. game. <laughs> oh. 2048, what, the app? Shot, Shot 2048 is, is Yuji Naka's mobile game. Uh, what are we talking about? Yeah, uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, skipping um vanguard uh underperformed even though it actually wasn't that terrible of a game but i know why it was like it's just one of those ones that just was a little bit loose um so yeah that will be interesting but it seems like uh, while call of duty is like not doing too well c- compared to what it's used to for revenue it does seem like still the strongest fps thing right now right like yeah, for, yeah. For, the, for a genre big legacy title the, 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 yeah and they were lucky at the fact that Battlefield was shite and yeah. Halo started really hot and then they had no idea how to actually carry on with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... It's it is lucky, an interesting yeah. one. They're fucking uh, remind f- me again, where did, where did this come from? Uh, I believe this was uh, Bloomberg. Which... Okay. Because yeah, I saw this on Charlie Intel. <laughs> uh, well, see, I see. fucking literally did. I literally saw it on Charlie Intel first because... Um, I, but the I, thing is, uh, thing, see, the thing is, he was working faster. He was working oh, yeah. a triple A premium service. See to, be, see, to be fair, I actually stood in the middle of Bellhouston Park and shouted at the top of my voice an hour before Schreier put it up, and no one credited me. So mm-hmm. it's dreadful. I, um, like he, he goes over and he's like, he's like, you can read the instructions, mate. If you if you can do it better than me, you can read the instructions, mate. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ripping you off. I'm not ripping you off. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. right, Collagery. There you go. Let's see what happens. Indeed. Uh, in, a, in a segment I'd like to call Harry's Asymmetric Zone, um, there's two Dead by Daylight and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. How's these. that made that sound? Can I get it out? Not, nothing, else, nothing else I could fucking find. Um, everyone's Skull and Bones is me. Most, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> fucking Skull and Bones <laughs> is the best game ever made. Most motion news this week is like is like things added on from Horizon or things upcoming to Elden Ring and everyone's just buzzing uh, for that. Sorry, but do 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 those Bioware news that just happened. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Who cares about Bioware or Dragon Age 4? It's not even a real game, mate. Very quickly, these? Dragon Age 4 is in the middle of production and the new Mass Effect is in the prototyping phase. Ooh. E.g., you'll see the new Mass Effect on the fucking PlayStation 6 if you're lucky. <laughs> I saw, I saw a fucking blueprint in the strap and I thought it said blue point. <laughs> What's that? Blue no, it's making not about Calm down. Mass Calm Effect down. blue point remake. <laughs> Dragon Age 4 blue point the remake. remake. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking graphics on this is, is through the roof. EA's bought blue right. point. Right, Mass Effect in prototyping phase. Great, we'll see that in 2028. Great. I'm excited. That's going in the, the slot, the COD slot. Yeah. COD slot. Um, Get it in your COD slot, lads. <laughs> All right, in. How's your code slot? <laughs> New Elden Ring subgenre clone. Mm. Uh, right, we've bullied Harry, but he's interested enough. Go on, son. Yeah, um, game. there was a there was a fucking one of the weirdest things was Dead by Daylight is is potentially planning a dating spinoff as it registers a trademark that was called uh, what was it Hooked on You something like that Hooked on You a That's Dead by good, Daylight man. dating simulator, which is a trademark spot, which like is bizarre to me because. Uh, someone external like might be like oh yeah it's like a horror monster people are pe- people find monster people sexy um 
you know, as you do. But like, Dead by Daylight has zero fucking sense of humor. Like, there's no, there's, there's zero pattern in Dead by Daylight. Like, it's a great yeah. game, and, and I like it a lot. But like, there's no like quirkiness about Dead by Daylight. It's all fucking dark, and there's little like cheeky charm to it. So it's very surprising to me that this is even thought of. Mm. Um, I can see it in maybe VHS or one of the similar ones, but like, they'd have to do a. They, they just it's it seems off for their studio tone to go for a dating simulator thing like because a lot of the lore is like the most horrific tra- traumatic shit you'll ever hear in your life and i was like oh and now you can take them to fucking uh, the olive garden it's like all right I mean, what age is the ringu girl <laughs> great point <laughs> great point i think it's like, well, more like 17 i'm pretty sure we'll find out. Oh, the, 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 it's fine in japan you'll only be 13 so great that's put get back Barry's booking a flight <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I have not a nonce. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not. We're not. There, are, you can. You can. I'll get about my toriness, but I'm drawing the line at noncery, right? <laughs> Fucking water nonce. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I drink water does not make me a pedophile, Jordan Midler. <laughs> Fucking hell! It doesn't not make you one. <laughs> uh, it's like wearing a, wearing a t-shirt saying like like. A, <laughs> I, I've got a teacher saying I'm not a paedophile, and it sounds like it should be answering the questions that you're answer that you're asking. Thank you for absolutely butchering one of the best tweets of all time. I really appreciate that. No problem. Um, also, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is announced at E3 last E3 by Sumo Digital uh, and the devs behind Friday the Thirteenth, are saying it's not going to be a clone of Friday the Thirteenth, which I kind of predict because they have gone on record to say that like what the things they want to do with that game were blocked by the IP. Instead, they're mm. doing, like, what, Chains and Text Massacre, which just came out on Netflix, sort of, and if you've seen it, Pat looks fucking shite. Um, oh, no. Have you seen the trailer for that movie? No. Holy fucking shit. The watch films, mate. Most of it is, like, your standard remake pish. There's a bit where Leatherface is in a bus with, like, a bunch of people, and they all whip their phones out, and they say, you're gonna get cancelled, and he chainsaws them all to death. Oh my god, that's I swear amazing. to fucking god, that's the real thing Did we write this? What, <laughs> what a shout, man. They're like, you're going to get cancelled. It's like, is this fucking real? Uh, but yeah, the game's going for what the original movie is, which is like, it's not just Leatherface. It's like it's like three people and the whole family is like hunting you down in the house, which I think sounds fucking really cool. You've got mm-hmm. like multiple people as like the, the old lady and the other the other brother and Leatherface himself. Which I, questions for, for, for balancing. But that means there's going to be, what, like seven people in a match, which is... You know, sounds like a, a, sounds like small for normal multiplayer, but might be a little bit odd for matchmaking. But intriguing, right? Skull and Bones, check everyone. Yes, Woo! now we're talking. Let's fucking go, Skull and Bones. Go, 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 go. Um, <laughs> Skull and Bones is now. <laughs> It's now going to be multiplayer first. I didn't know I had a single player. Was that was that on the I, cards? I, I, I didn't the, even fucking know that it was single player. They're still trying to model the first boat. Just give them a fucking <laughs> chance, man. So. They're making one fucking plank. Were they just doing like a fucking black flag beat where you're just a fucking pirate cutting around? Because I thought it was going to be like Sea of Thieves, but serious. Yeah, that was that what it looked like. It looks like I was oh, it's just like Sea of Thieves, but like more Assassin's Creed Black Flag style. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that in the in the 15 different Google Docs that Skull and Bones has been, <laughs> um, all of these suggestions have been true. I think this um, has come up more in this 
podcast and like Call oh of we're Duty. the number one source for skull and bones news <laughs> on the internet if you ask me i just fucking love it i just love this game who they've been working on this game for like a hundred fucking years yeah and like they're like at one point they're like what if we binned it and made nfts like what if we just we we caved and did that instead <laughs> what um, right what if the three of us made like skull and bones development hoodies <laughs> fucking like hey, what do you mean do you mean like like you know when you sometimes see a dev and it's like oh they have like a logo hoodie for whatever they're working yeah. on etc like part of the team are we saying we to pretend for... we're the devs of skull and bones yeah. <laughs> who would stop us and who would know that we're not people I'd just be like, work everyone i feel like everyone in the games industry at some point has worked in skull and bones depending on how much this fucking game's been existing like at some point everyone's yeah. had a go it's like oh yeah i did q a from that for like a few hours and they got kicked off the um it's... for for four years running um when gi does the ubisoft yearly financials um for the last four years the headline has said the same thing and it just says ubisoft post record sales delays skull and bones but that's been like the yeah. headline every year and it's fucking great and i hope we get to do we're it again. doing our fucking as soon as like when that game comes out we're doing a fucking 24 hours <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> genuinely genuinely was. review oh. quick play Future class, not even fucking relevant, not even the right show. Graduated ten years ago. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you now, if that game's anything less than five stars on the Chronicle, man. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Uh, That's gonna be a, a, absolutely fucking nuts. Can he wait? Can he wait? Uh, I'm just hearing Skull and Bones has been delayed. Unfortunately, um, it's just happened again. Eve Gomo <laughs> is standing outside my window in the rain. Um, one more year a... mate what <laughs> one more year <laughs> i can hear him but i'm pretending i can't i'm like what we say saying eve he's like let me in that is actually how he speaks your honor that is actually how he speaks it's let me in i'm eve gilmore that's actually how he speaks Oh my he pulls up on his fucking God. his fucking swagway. <laughs> <laughs> They've all got to have some form of transport that makes no fucking he sense. He doesn't know how to stop it, so he just crashes it. He goes through so many of them. I don't know, know how, how to stop, stop him. <laughs> He's trying. He, he thinks his voice activates. He's like, deactivate, deactivate, turn off. <laughs> you know how you used to get off your bike you would just like you would like put your feet your your legs off it and just kind of roll it in front of you into the grass he does that with every single segue <laughs> oh. oh fucking hell where do we oh. go in our right. heads that's, that's just skull and bones, bones skull, and, skull bones. and bones that's my game of the year I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight for it fuck Elden Ring uh, um, game of the year two... what year every year <laughs> right back to uh, football licensing news. Uh, I want to get this tick book straight, Jordan Midler. Right. So this two K news mm-hmm. of a Lego footballing game yep. that can have Harry Potter attached to it. Is that what you're trying to tell me right now? Look, here's the thing. <laughs> um, the Lego are have struck a deal with two K to make a lot of sports games, and one of them. Is a, well, a sports and like sports adjacent games are doing 2K visual concepts are doing a racing game. So that racing game that got kind of uh, unearthed via like a job listing. Um, pardon me. 
um, got unearthed via job listing. People were like, oh, it's Midnight Club. No, it's um, it's a Lego game. And also Sumo, Sumo Digital um, are working on a Lego soccer game, VGC understands. There are several other games in production that we know about, but we are not... We're not we're not doing those yet. I but, cannot um, speak. <laughs> I prefer not to speak. If I speak, I get in lots of trouble. Um, the so yeah, there's there's a lot of shit going down at Lego. We understand that TT will continue to make a few more Lego games in the sense that past Skywalker Saga, there are some booked in. Please God, make the Skywalker Saga style of game, but it's fucking Harry Potter. Um, but yeah, so times they are changing at lego and it's kind of well overdue um but yeah i, I would just like point out that that's a lot of jordan midler tick boxes to go through at once right there mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it's a lot no, of- no i'm just getting fucking f- football and lego scripts you can tell that i've started working full time for the beach <laughs> now we're doing the proper the news beach. none of this chinese metal gear shite the amount of the amount of lego content i feel like it's gone up at least like 30 percent <laughs> it always does amazingly well though like every time we like we I get slagged in the slack for putting that Horizon thing in because I found it on one of my wee cheeky secret Lego sites and then we ended up doing it and it, I'm pretty sure it performed better than the review, so. Because <laughs> reviews are dead, mate. No one reads them. Everyone yeah. goes to the Lego YouTubers for it. Everyone um, goes to fucking IGN Italy for the reviews. Also, what the, what the fuck aren't Sumo Digital working on? Like, do they, how, how, do they have like Skull a team bones. of 8 billion? <laughs> they might they probably are like work for hire at some point was like working on a wee bit um bye the canny stop the grind the hashtag grind set never ends uh that's all the news for this week everyone unless there's any more fucking breaking news to step in um has the queen died um let me ask andy <laughs> Uh, not yet. Embargo hasn't dropped yet. Have you seen? The, Nibel, did, did you see? Nibel's that? not tweeted it yet. So. Did, did you see that guy that fucking released that the Queen died and is dubbing oh, That was so down. funny. That was Fuck, so that, funny. What a legend, man! <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting on um, waiting on news for the for the palace. <laughs> he said that he held it from the royal kingdom. <laughs> That's quality pattern, man. For, for, okay, for context. There was this fucking it was a Hollywood Unlocked, I think was the yeah. was the story. It was like an Instagram page of, of like the Queen has passed away, and everyone's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? This is pish. You're making this up." And he's like, "He's," and everyone's like, "Why are you spreading this shit? This is horrible. Don't do this." And he's posted me like, "I trust my sources. I have never <laughs> lied in my life. This is true, and I'm waiting to hear the palace denying it." Amazing. <laughs> and everyone's in the comments like, "By the way, you got that from us? We we put, said it to you as a joke. Like we were just trolling you." <laughs> And he was like, we are waiting the royal kingdom to make an official statement to Hollywood Unlocked. He's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? I want to do that so badly. I wanted to be like... He's fucking tweeted recently, woke up to some fake account posting a retraction. We did not know that account and we have not retracted our story. (laughs) There is yet to be an official statement from the palace station. We do not know that, man. What, the Crystal Palace, mate? Who are you fucking talking about? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh absolutely fucking let's i've got everything now and just be like fucking bono has died it's like what it's like i'm waiting to hear a statement from the bono estate <laughs> that bono has in fact died in operation london bridge on the smartwatch prove me wrong uh anyway um it's overload's birthday we we normally do things usually on the day or on the week but it's fucking it's 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 february week all right it's february week and yeah, we'll no chance have much more relaxing and fun week next week, especially people probably have more time to pay attention to it when they're not being absorbed by the other stuff involved. 
Uh, so there'll be lots of stuff planned for that. We'll do streams and probably put out some videos and articles and all that good stuff. So look forward to that. I also would like to do some Steam Next Fest content. So would um, I, as well. actually. Let's talk about that. Not Great. on the uh, consumer podcast. Let's talk about that off mic. <laughs> Um, well, we'll have couple to use pack mics, questions. Idiot. Um, <laughs> it's a great point. Sorry, <laughs> I listen to too many podcasts that say off recording as off mic because they're sitting in a real in a room with like a table and that. And I forget that we're never at a table. And I still never met Jordan Midler in person. And you never will. Um, uh, better, <laughs> better backstory for the podcast there. I just googled name of the game, expecting it to take me to where I need to be. But <laughs> we're now ready to go. Like you, you told me like a generator would come up and it would just send you something. That would be great. Can we, can someone build us like a fucking some website that just generates random games um, from two thousand to to twenty twenty two, but that. just automatically cuts out ones that make more than ten k? Um, <laughs> be excellent. But before that, pack questions. Uh, we asked Pats about all their burning questions about Elden Ring. None of them give a fuck. So here's some <laughs> yes, other ones. Legends. <laughs> uh, Including one question about uh, our birthday. Well, I'm sure we'll get lots of Q and A and stuff about the birthday and recapping the full year um, next week. But for now, Elderly Goose asks, "Kudos on a full year. Thank you, Goose. What's the one thing? Uh, what's the one overload thing you've enjoyed the most so far?" <laughs> uh, we can't talk about it, but that fucking panic we had in the chat like a couple of weeks ago about oh, certain, um... <laughs> about certain possibilities for the future of the site. Oh yeah, that absolutely. Oh, that was fucking. God, what, yeah. One of these days, we, I, we will reveal what happened there. Yeah. But that was a fucking mental occurrence. Um, there's the, there's opposite versions of that where like we almost got cancelled and sued, um, and did get sued. But there's <laughs> and that was good your fucking of fault. <laughs> both, both of them were almost my fault. I think I enjoy- there, There's been some. Uh, well, personally for me, I think um, doing stuff on overload and just having like a group chat where we can on the daily just really talk about fucking games and stay in the loop with games that are coming out and that was something that i kind of lost going into the b2b side um so it's it's kind of really reignited my fucking love in general for for video games and keeping up with video games on the consumer side but joint i think we've had so many like little pockets over the last year where even despite like uh, you know our careers in the industry anyway we've had some moments that have just been like what the fuck is this website doing? Like the day that we mm-hmm. um, got the Lucas Pope interview nailed in, and we that was so were funny. like, what? I like, I like how we say nailed in, like it was in the works, not just fucking dropped out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as if I didn't email him at three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's stuff like that, you know, where like people. Wait, have... wait, no, no, hold on. Also, like the Lucas Pope and the Arcane interview on the same five day. minutes later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like little shit like that that where people have really put their fucking trust in something that we've just spaffed out and something that we do like when we're on the shit after a, a day at our big boy jobs you know it's it's been mm-hmm. a good life there's basically like a there is a the pipeline between joking about being able to do something and it actually being posted on the site is fucking hilarious because yeah. it's like there has only been there is only one thing that i wanted to do in this year that didn't end up coming to fruition and it's like it's it, the the, I, the the pope thing was just like it was doubly funny because it wasn't Harry. That really, really fucking <laughs> out for me. The fact um, that there was an arcane and a Lucas Pope thing, like, like my favorite, probably my favorite in developer and my favorite, my favorite developer is like, like top three, just in yeah. the same day. It was nuts. Yeah. But I think my my favorite wasn't that. It was it was probably the launch. Launch was fucking yeah. insane, mm. man. It was what like with with the Bithel interview. Shout out to Mike, friend of the show, and like the nuts 
support that we got when we when we went off that was like that that that's the i was i was standing in my kitchen and i nearly fucking collapsed when you know who fucking retweeted it that was just yeah (laughs) i had to reread my phone about 15 times to see when the notification came in i was like that's just fucking uh, that's like a that's a top moment um there's lots of like small things like there's not often huge eventful moments but the little things like seeing the like you know certain writers who may had one of their first bylines with us going on to do like fucking very cool stuff or like uh, even even not that just like certain writers who just like are really proud of the work they do for the site and are really excited by sharing it and like fuck yeah we did that because we we discovered uh joseph yaden and uh, (laughs) and fucking. Jason Schreier. Jason Schreier. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that it's, it's fucking. It's been great, and I think I think the daily fucking power that the three of us just have, whether it's about overload or whether oh, it's about I... industry shite, just it just it's constantly just fucking funny. I think we just have. Uh, I'm fucking biased here because I'm in it, but the synergy that this this stuff has had like over the last year and how we've sort of come together is is being fucking great i mean i already knew harry funny... and i didn't give a yeah. shit but like bringing jordan into didn't the give a shit wow <laughs> we are the funniest people in the games industry that is true, true. we're also the most horrible oh, yeah, undoubtedly the best power can't wait until we're too big to fail and fucking just start posting this shit we put in the discord on twitter please then no fucking going. please no <laughs> uh but yes and also just thanks to the pats for being fucking legends Absolutely as legends. always you've been absolutely played a lot of <laughs> scammed this is all a big fucking cryptocurrency pyramid scheme. Gemini uh, Lodic asks, Elder Scrolls 6, when? And when does it arrive? Same question, mate. And do you think it'll happened. be a Game Pass exclusive? Uh, let me let me let me phone him. <laughs> oh god, no, not Todd. Sound, Don't ruin what is, Todd. What does he sound like? <laughs> what does he sound like again? <clears throat> he sounds a little something like that. Yeah, hello? <laughs> Hi Todd. Uh, uh we've got a, a yeah. patron question from <laughs> from uh Harm Lodic on our, on our yeah. patron. Um and he was just wondering like when oh. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's wondering where Elder Scrolls 6 is coming and if it's a Game Pass exclusive. We here at Bethesda are so excited <laughs> about the Elder Scrolls 6. <laughs> and while we're not talking about when it's coming, it will be a video game. I don't know who that is, but it's not Todd Howard. But it is someone. I, keep I am Todd Howard. <laughs> are you a soundboard, Tom? Todd? Are you like are you a program? Todd Howard. <laughs> you program? It's like it's like Westworld. Like you've got certain branches, and if I start asking too many questions too fast, you start fucking. The shows. Elder Scrolls Six. <laughs> that that's right. Video yes. game. Yes, video game. Um, how much uh, Starfield? Is that is that what you're working on as well? Starfield. I'm Todd Howard. <laughs> How's things at home, Todd? Do you have kids? Starfield. <laughs> Garfield. <laughs> Tale of two kitties. <laughs> you went full on, hello, I'm Todd Howard. <laughs> Great. Uh, thanks. I hope that answers your question. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, genuine answer, Christmas 2024. Starfield. No, wait, Elder, Elder Scrolls 6? No, uh, Christmas 2025. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Game Pass exclusive? I. Uh, I, d- I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think it could be. They've literally already said it, mate. Yeah, Have they? I think. It, oh, yeah. okay. Literally already said All right. it. All right. That one. That one. We've literally already said it. Daniel Paris. Ben Shapiro. That's what it does. Hypothetically, if you're going to do a sixth Elder Scrolls game, 
When, <laughs> when would you release it? Hypothetically. Uh, oh, fucking hell. For the sake of argument. <laughs> um, great. Fucking Todd, one more question. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of the game? What's the name of the game? Welcome to the name of the game, Ben Shapiro's favourite podcast quiz. I read a series of clues pertaining to a video game. After each clue, Danny and Hannah get one guess. If they're incorrect, we'll hear this sound. Garlic bread. They cannot guess again until the next question has been read. Last week, it was a wee Def Jam game. We loved that. We loved a bit. We loved a bit of Def Jam. No, it's, it's, it's between two here. I'm very tempted to, to fuck you over big time. Please don't. Danny, left left or right? Left. Okay. This game was released. That's not very fucking helpful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in fact, we're, we're having a mulligan here because Wikipedia is listing this wrong. Um, Let's go for... Oh, that's a fucking cracker. Let's do that. <laughs> Great. Um... This game was released on the 23rd of October, 2015. Ooh, spicy. Um, Stop. Was it... Batman Arkham Knight? Garlic bread! Uh, Stop. Was it Ori in the Blind Forest? Garlic bread! This game was developed by Ubisoft Quebec. What fuck? Becky. Quabiki. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Quebecois. Stop. I don't. Bonjour, no. Was it Assassin's Creed Syndicate? You fucking cunt. Fucking hell. There you go. I thought it was quite a big one. I, I, yeah. I, I knew that came out of the year, but I thought you were going for some shitty one. That's like a, a big name. Big boy. The, the, well, the, the, the joke was, like, is near Montreal one? Like, I thought that'd be a wee bit, uh, a wee bit of spice. Oh, so to be fried. Spice. I, 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 would fucking, I, I, would, I would fucking investigate that. She's definitely Googling them, though. I didn't think <laughs> it would be that. That's like a big mainline Assassin's Creed release. No, to, to be fair, I, I, I would I, I would think Montreal do the Assassin's Creed though. So I, I, I didn't go to it. Oh, well, fucking shut at the penny. <laughs> it was either that or it was going to be fucking Minecraft story mode. <laughs> a pair of fucking that would have been a fucking cracker. Hell yeah. I would have gotten that we one. We would have gotten that. Fucking watching Martin play it on stream. <laughs> well, you get all of them, Danny. That's not a fucking problem. <laughs> that was a massive one. Come on. That wasn't Death yeah, Jam. Fair. Fucking Def Jam, I- Def, Def Jam icons. Jeff, <laughs> okay. Jeff How do you put the Def Jam icons like that? <laughs> <laughs> Todd Howard's secretary is a is a guy called Jeff Dam Icon. <laughs> I like how I like how Danny got so much shit for getting Rocksmith, but I guess Def Jam icons. Everyone's like, oh yeah, sure, of course, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I get Syndicate and I'm fucking googling. What a game, man! Assassin's Creed Syndicate's one of the best. Good coats. Evie um, Fry, what a ledge. Kane, fucking cane swords. Add cane swords back into more things. Did. I mean, you can mur- you can like murder a lot of English, so you true, know. True, true, clear. Fuck me, twenty fifteen was such a bad year for games, man. Witcher three. What the fuck is wrong with it? Exactly. Siege. What the fuck. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Division two beta. Metal Gear Solid Five, man, that's a fucking game, man. Metal Gear Solid Five. Well, that's it all for this week. Uh. There's going to be lots of kind of some packs, which most likely some not celebrations for our anniversary week happening next week. So make sure you go over to patreon.com slash overload 
which we pledge, even if it's £2 a month, £1 a month, we definitely appreciate it. And if you want to be a top patron, you can get read out and appreciate even more by us. And some of those top patrons include Amy. Legend. Legend. Becky Hamilton. Legend. Legend. Homolodic. Legend. Legend. Elderly Goose. Legend. Legend. Ginger Jotun. Legend. Legend. Greg. Legend. Legend. People make games. Legend. And Sean McCluskey. Legend. What I would really love was a Skull and Bones no-clip documentary that's eight hours long. Get friend of the show Danny O'Dwyer on it. Get <laughs> okay, It would sound a little something. <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Skull and Bones. That was all right. See from, see, see from no practice. No, from pra- no practice. You practice for these. Just <laughs> hours beforehand i do 10 gem rounds every morning just to make sure that i'm all right all right fucking slag um (laughs) pirates great well that was jeffrey rush mate fucking (laughs) fucking you better start believing in skull and bones lassie you're in one (laughs) fucking big time rush mate what Uh oh Oh. (laughs) anyway Thanks for listening. Any more references? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us, Overload UK. You can follow me at Harry's Late and Harry Mitchell. You can follow me at Skull and Bones Official. <laughs> I am John Cena. Uh, you can follow me at uh, Bull and Scones on Twitter. I've been <laughs> Daniel Pathis. <laughs> Does Skull and Bones have a Twitter? Oh, this is the question, right? Can can we get at Skull and Bones? <laughs> Skull and Bones dev team official. <laughs> we can probably get it verified faster. Imagine Jordan gets that verified before himself. <laughs> at Skull and Bones is a locked account with zero followers. Let's... His Twitter name's real one. I fucking love it. <laughs> See, I've got fucking... Skull and Bones, uh, which is a, also a locked account with 17 followers followers 2008 did i check uh i need to go and fucking pick up a telly for my dad so i have no idea oh get a um, fucking maccas blares off um drinking again leaving me to f- in squalor um so i'll just fend with myself somehow just cook mate but i've got two person meals all the time i don't i don't have stuff for one person i mean i live on my own i eat two person meals all the yeah, time yeah you, you you make meals for like eight people and then spread them off for the next two years but yeah it's cold I'm not that prepared Danny's been spreading out for two years. For <laughs> Sorry, I only half heard. I only half heard what I only half heard what you actually said. That was like Danny's been spreading her fucking cheeks. I was like, whoa! I never said that. <laughs> Jordan, we were just talking I about never food. Said that. Display my Elden Ring, right? Relevant content. Let's fucking bleep. Sausage Supreme, etc., etc. <laughs> See you next week, folks. Fucking constantly pulling six foot curly heels with it. Boys. Let's keep going, Harry. Come on. <laughs> Finally, she's like she's like a fucking souls boss on her last fucking phase. She's weak. <laughs>